Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you're well and had a lovely day. It was a bit wet and windy this morning, but it's been a lot better this afternoon. So I hope you've enjoyed your day and ready to hear the words as we go on, on to day 56 of Bible 365. Now, I'm going to be reading from Numbers chapter 16 and 17. And in the New Testament, it's going to be Mark chapter 7. Uh, oh, sorry, Mark chapter 6, verses 1 to 32. So we're going to start uh, Mark chapter 6 there as well. Um, so let's get started and we'll get straight into the word from Numbers chapter 14. That night, all the members of the community raised their voices and wept aloud. All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron, and the whole assembly said to them, If only we had died in Egypt or in the wilderness. Why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Our wives and children will be taken as plunder. Would it be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to each other, We should choose a leader and go back to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down in front of the whole Israelite assembly gathered there. Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, who were also among those who had explored the land, tore their clothes and said to the entire Israelite assembly, The land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and it will give it to us, and will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord, and do not be afraid of the people of the land, because we will devour them. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. But the whole assembly talked about stoning them. Then the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting to all the Israelites. The Lord said to Moses, How long will these people treat me with contempt? How long will they refuse to believe in me, in spite of all of the signs I have performed among them? I will strike them down with a plague and destroy them, but I will make you into a nation greater and stronger than they. Moses said to the Lord, then the Egyptians will hear about it. By your power you brought these people up from among them, and they will tell the inhabitants of this land about it. They have already heard that you, Lord, are with these people, and that you, Lord, have been set, seen face to face, that your cloud stays over them, and that you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. If you put all these people to death, leaving none alive, the nations who have heard this report, you will say, the Lord was not able to bring these people into the land he promised them on the oath, so he slaughtered them in the wilderness. Now may the Lord's strength be displayed just as you have declared. The Lord is slow to anger, abounding in love and forgiving sin and rebellion. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. In accordance with your great love, forgive the sin of these people just as you have pardoned them from the time they left Egypt until now. The Lord replied, I have forgiven them, as you asked. Nevertheless, as surely as I live and as surely as the glory of the Lord fills the whole earth, none of those who saw my glory and the signs I performed in Egypt and in the wilderness who disobeyed me and tested me ten times, not one of them will ever see the land I promised on oath to their ancestors. No one who has treated me with contempt will ever see it. But because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went to, and his descendants will inherit it. Since the Amalekites and the Canaanites are living in the valleys, turn back tomorrow and set out toward the desert along the route to the Red Sea. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, 
How long will this wicked community grumble against me? I have heard the complaints of these grumbling Israelites. So tell them, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very thing I heard you say. In this wilderness, your bodies will fall. Every one of you, 20 years old or more, who was counted in the census and who has grumbled against me, not one of you will enter the land I swore with uplifted hand to make your home, except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. As for your children that you said would be taken as plunder, I will bring them in to enjoy the land you have rejected. But as for you, your bodies will fall in this wilderness. Your children will be shepherds here for 40 years, suffering for your unfaithfulness until the last of your bodies lies in the wilderness. For 40 years, one year for each of the 40 days you explored the land, you will suffer for your sins and know what it is like to have me against you. If I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will surely do these things to the whole wicked community, which has banded together against me, they will meet their end in this wilderness. Here they will die. So the men Moses had sent to explore the land, who returned and made the whole community grumble against him by spreading a bad report about it. These men who were responsible for spreading the bad report about the land were struck down and died of a plague before the Lord. Of the men who went to explore the land, only Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, survived. When Moses reported this to all the Israelites, they mourned bitterly. Early the next morning, they set out for the highest point in the hill country, saying, Now we are ready to go up to the land the Lord promised. Surely we have sinned. But Moses said, Why are you disobeying the Lord's command? This will not succeed. Do not go up, because the Lord is not with you. You will be defeated by your enemies, for the Amakites and the Canaanites will face you there because you have turned away from the Lord. He will not be with you and you will fall by the sword. Nevertheless, in their presumption, they went up toward the highest point in the hill country. Though neither Moses nor the Ark of the Lord's Covenant moved from the camp, then the Amalekites and the Canaanites who lived in that hill country came down and attacked them and beat them down all the way to Hormah. Numbers chapter 15. And Jehovah spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are come into the land of your habitations, which I give unto you, and will make an offering by fire unto Jehovah, a burnt offering or a sacrifice, to accomplish a vow, or as a freewill offering, or in your set feast, to make a sweet savour unto Jehovah of the herd or of the flock. Then shall he that offereth his oblation Offer unto Jehovah a meal offering of a tenth part of an ephah of fine flour mingled with the fourth part of a hin of oil. And wine for the drink offering, the fourth part of a hin, shall thou prepare with a burnt offering or for the sacrifice for each lamb. Or for a ram, you shall prepare for a meal offering two tenth parts of an ephah of fine flour mingled with the third part of a hin of oil. And for the drink offering, you shall offer the third part of a hin of wine, of a sweet savour, unto Jehovah. And when you prepare a bullock for a burnt offering, or for a sacrifice to accomplish a vow, or for peace offerings unto the Lord, then shall he offer with the bullock a meal offering of three-tenths parts of fine flour mingled with a half hin of oil. And thou shalt offer for the drink offering half a, wine, a hin of wine, for an offering made by fire, or a sweet savour unto the Lord. Thus shall be it done for each bull and for each ram, 
or for each of the of the male lambs or of the kids according to the number that you shall prepare so shall you do everyone according to the number all that are homeborn shall do these things after this manner in offering an offering made by fire or a sweet flavor unto the lord and if a stranger so um, sojourn with you or whoever may be among you throughout your generations and will offer an offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto the lord and you do and you do so shall he do for the assembly there shall be one statute for you and for the stranger that sojourneth with you a statute ever thought throughout your generations as you are so shall the sojourner be before the lord one law and one ordinance shall be for you and for the stranger that sojourneth with you and the lord spoke to moses saying speak unto the children of israel and say unto them when you come into the land that i bring you then it shall be that when you eat of the bread of the land you shall offer up a heave offering unto the lord of the first of your dough you shall give up for a cake as a heave offering as a heave offering of the threshing floor so shall you heave it of the first of your dough you shall give to the lord as a heave offering throughout your generations and when you shall err and not observe all these commandments which the lord has spoken unto moses even all that the lord has commanded you by moses from the day that the lord gave commandment and onward throughout your generations then it shall be if it be done unwittingly without the knowledge of the congregation that all the congregation shall offer one bullock for a burnt offering for a sweet savour to the lord with the meal offering thereof and the drink offering thereof according to the ordinance and one male goat for a sin offering and the priest shall make an atonement for the congregation of the children of israel and they shall be forgiven for it was an error and they have brought their oblation an offering made by fire unto the lord and their sin offering before the lord for their error and all the congregation of the children of israel shall be forgiven and the stranger that sojourneth among them for in respect of all the people it was done unwittingly and if one person sins unwittingly then he shall offer a female goat a year old for a sin offering and the priest shall make atonement for the soul that has erred when he sinned unwittingly before the lord to make atonement for him and he shall be forgiven you shall have one law for him that doth unwittingly for him that is home born among the children of israel and for the stranger that sojourneth among them but the soul that doeth wrong with a high hand whether he become born or a sojourner the same blasphemy against the lord and that soul shall be cut off from his people because he hath despised the word of the lord and hath broken his commandment that soul shall utterly be cut off his iniquity shall be upon him and while the children of israel were in the wilderness they found a man gathering sticks upon the sabbath day and they that they that found him gathering sticks brought him unto moses and aaron and to all the congregation and they put him in a ward because it had not been declared what should be done to him so the lord said to moses the man shall surely be put to death all the congregation shall stone him with stones out with the camp and all the congregation brought him without uh, out with the camp and stoned him to death with the stones as the lord commanded moses and the lord spoke to moses saying speak unto the children of israel and bid them that they make that they them fringes that they make 
the fringes and the borders of their garments throughout their generations, and that they put upon the fringe of each border a cord of blue. And it shall be unto you for a fringe that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them, and that you follow not after your own heart and your own eyes, after which you use to play the harlot. Then you may remember and do all my commandments and be holy unto your God. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. Um, I do apologize for a few breaks in that. Um, basically, it's I think when they've done the translation, they've slightly mixed that word version up. And instead of being in the NIV, I think that was a kind of older version because it used a lot of vows and different types of older style language. So I've tried to replace as much as I could with the NIV version. So hopefully that has worked out okay. Now we'll go into the chapter of Mark. Uh, it's chapter 6, verses 1 to 32. Jesus left there and went to his hometown, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things, they asked? What's this wisdom that has been given him? And what are the remarkable miracles he is performing? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us? And they took offence at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honour except in his own town, among his relatives and his own home. He cannot do any miracles there except lay hands on a few sick people and heal them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. And then Jesus went around teaching from village to village, calling the twelve to him. He began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over impure spirits. These were his instructions. Take nothing for the journey except a staff. No bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra shirt. Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that town. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, leave that place and shake the dust of your feet as a testimony against them. They went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. King Herod heard about this, for Jesus' name had become well known. Some were saying, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead, and that is why miraculous powers are at work in him. Others said, he is Elijah, and still others claimed, he is a prophet, like the one of the prophets of long ago. But when Herod heard this, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised from the dead. For Herod himself had given orders to have John arrested, and he had him bound and put in prison. He did this because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, whom he had married. For John had been saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So Herodias nursed a grudge against John and wanted to kill him, but she was not able to. Because Herod feared John and protected him, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man, when Herod heard John, he was greatly puzzled, yet he liked to listen to him. Finally, the opportune time came. On his birthday, Herod gave a banquet for his high officials and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his dinner guests. The king said to the girl, ask me for anything you want and I'll give it to you. And he promised her with an oath, whatever you ask, I will give you up to half my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, what shall I ask for? The head of John the Baptist, she answered. At once the girl hurried into the king with the request. 
I want you to give me right now the head of John the Baptist on a platter. The king was greatly distressed, but because of his oaths and his dinner guests, he did not want to refuse her. So he immediately sent an executioner with orders to bring John's head. The man went, beheaded John in the prison and brought back his head on a platter. He presented it to the girl and she gave it to her mother. On hearing of this, John's disciples came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. And there we are. It's quite a moving um, uh, passage, that one really, isn't it? Because we all know and love John the Baptist and how, how kind of rough and ready he was. And to hear that is quite quite hard and it makes you wonder that the whole the whole passage is just it's yeah it's quite it's 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 a very emotional isn't it it really shows because we know that Jesus was the cousin of John the Baptist and you could just imagine him feeling that such a sorrow for what has happened for the silliness of and the envy of 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 uh, Herod's wife and so on and and uh, all these things that happened so let's pray about what we've been reading tonight Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together to be able to hear your word and we pray that you would help us to understand it and grow stronger so that we can be great disciples, Lord, to those that you put around us, to hear the calling of your heavenly voice and we can march on knowing that with our heads held high in your Holy Spirit and in your power, Lord, that we can do great things for your kingdom. Lord, we pray for all our family, Lord, to anyone who has ill health, we pray, Lord, that you would quickly heal them and that we would be back in the right strength and ready to do as much as we can to live for you. And we ask, Lord, for peace, especially as there are all these riots and things going on around the world. We pray for peace, Lord, and for healing among nations and among the different groups in, in all our, in our countries around the world. We know that this is a big thing, Lord, but we pray help us to come together and to find that we are united. There are truths that we can rely upon that lord that come from you and that lord that those who would wish to do destruction lord that they would just stop their energy would just be turned to better things we pray that your holy spirit would shine upon all of us lord to help us follow your path and nothing else in your almighty name of jesus we give you all the praise and all the glory in jesus name amen Well, let's do the sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we know that we are sinners and we have done many things wrong. Lord, we ask that you would forgive us our sin. Lord, we truly repent of everything that we have done wrong. And Lord, we forgive anyone else who has sinned against us. Lord, we ask, Lord, and we want to put our whole trust into your hands. And we ask you into our hearts, Lord, to be our Lord and Saviour of everything that we are we thank you lord jesus for dying on the cross for our sin that you have wiped the slate clean when you rose on the third day and you fulfilled your promise lord and now that you are in heaven with your father on the standing at the right hand side of of the father in heaven we thank you and give you all the praise 
and look forward to you coming back. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there we are. It's probably that's been one of the longest sessions we've had so far, but I hope you've enjoyed it. It's certainly been a good challenge, and there's lots to think about with all of that. You can check out the website for more information, and if you want to pass it on and recommend the programme to your friends and um, to help them hear the word, that would be absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much for joining with me again today, and I'll be back tomorrow for day 57 of Bible 365. So take care and God bless. See you tomorrow.